Hello and welcome to the Emotionally Intelligent Parenting Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Pinto, and this is episode one. I'm so excited. I'm going to be sharing so much about emotional intelligence and parenting. I'm going to be sharing insights and tips and ideas just for you and your family. I'm going to be sharing heaps of stories not only from my own family with my two kids, but also stories from families that I've worked with and clients and people in my community online. Um, all of those obviously are going to have some slight details changed just to protect confidentiality, but I'm also going to be answering some questions. I think there are so many things that parents worry about and, and want their questions answered from, they either come straight to me, they will come in my messages, they will come in emails, they will be posted on my Facebook community. Anyway, so I would love to be able to unpack those and just kind of put some insights and some advice and ideas to those. Even if you don't have the exact same question or challenge um, or query, you're going to find a lot of, I think, valuable information in the stuff that I share. So I really hope to do that. Um, I do want to encourage you guys to jump over into my Facebook community if you're not already in there because I post multiple times a day. <laughs> That's probably the place where I put a lot of my content. Um, my team helps me and I love I love them and I love that. Um, and it's growing consistently, like all the time. It's, it's just growing from strength to strength, which I love. So it's called Let's Raise Emotionally Intelligent Kids. <laughs> How about that? I just had my first interruption. My youngest came in. So here we go. It's going to be real on the podcast. We might have little people coming in and I'm just going to roll with it. So I would love you guys to join the Facebook Facebook community if you're not in there already. You can also catch me on Instagram um, if you float around there. Um, I do and I love it. Um, well, sometimes I love it. And if you follow me, you'll probably see a lot of really, I don't know, they're a bit quirky and a bit fun reels, but also a little bit thought provoking. And some people get very cranky at the little videos and clips and stuff that I share on reels. Um, I'm not meant, I'm not like trying to be uh, divisive, but I'm kind of calling out a lot of the, maybe the culture that is still very kind of thick and widespread. That is not emotionally intelligent parenting. It's not respectful. It's not conscious parenting. And it's kind of um, outdated now <laughs> uh, for want of a better word. So if you are on Instagram, please go and check out emotionally.intelligent.parent and you will find me there. Um, and obviously the an easy way to get in touch is just through my website, which is stephaniepinto.com. So in this first episode, woo, um, I just want to share a little bit about emotional intelligence, what it is, what it isn't, and obviously how it relates to parenting. I'm going to put that kind of context on everything, of course. So let's start off with a little bit about what is emotional intelligence? Like, what does it look like? And it, it's, it's still, I think, a little bit elusive. People wonder, you know, they're, they're getting to hear the term, of course, but it's still new for a lot of people. So I totally get that. Um, so when the, the thing that drops in for me, when I think, what is emotional intelligence? I know it's super reductionistic and very summarized. It's not doing it justice, but I just think straight away um, of being smart with your emotions. So let's unpack that because I know that's very, yeah, it's very surface level. Um, first thing I want to say is it is not being a perfect parent. It is not being perfect with your emotions. 
Okay. So it is not that we have to manage and control our, our emotions all the time and, you know, can control their flow and how, um, how we express them. It's not being like this perfect little robot human. We're not, we're not robots, right? We are humans. So we're not going to be able to, um, I suppose, quote unquote, manage our emotions beautifully all the time. It's just not realistic. I, I don't think we should be showing that to our kids. Uh, and I don't think it's a, I don't know, a goal that we can attain ourselves anyway. It's we're setting ourselves up for fail failure if we are looking for that. So let me talk about being smart with our emotions. Um, I, the wordy kind of long-winded definition that I was trained with and mentored with is that emotional intelligence is our ability to be aware of our own emotions and those of others in the moment and to be able to use that information to guide our actions, to make good decisions and to adjust our behavior as we need to, right? So if we look a little bit, like let's rewind to the start of that, I need to be aware of my own emotions. I need to be conscious of them. How many of us are not? Like that was me. There's literally a chapter in my book called The Emotionally Unintelligent Girl because that was me for a long time. It did not come naturally to me. I, sh- I was really good at shoving them down and just putting them away and, you know, um, doing what I thought was right. So uh, being emotionally intelligent Yes, it means we have to know and kind of turn our eyes inward for a little bit and look at how our emotions are coming up for us and what they're how how they're making us show up, I guess. Um, but we also need to have an awareness of other people's emotions because they are as true for them as your own emotions are for you. So it's like a little takeaway there from the get-go. You can be talking about your partner, if you have one, your manager, I don't know, someone at work. You can be talking about your kids. Their emotions are as true and strong and real for them as yours are for you. doesn't matter if it's about they're upset because they got the red cup, not the blue cup. I can still honor and accept and value those emotions, even if I wouldn't agree with them, even if I would experience the situation differently. And obviously, as a parent, you would experience a lot of situations differently to your kids because you have greater brain development. You have greater life experience, right? We see things differently. So I'm I'm conscious that there's that two-way kind of flow. I know my emotions and I need to understand them and, and kind of be smart with my emotions, but I also can be smart about other people's emotions. You know, we can either railroad our kids, we can like drill them into the ground, we can come over the top of them, we can corner them with our logic and our wit, and we can dangle things, you know, carrots and sticks and that whole thing. We, we've got to stop doing that. We've got to be more emotionally intelligent with our kids' emotions, understand them for what they are, honor and accept them, like I said before, so that we then know how to navigate through those moments which there are many of um, those moments that come up like moment to moment, day to day. Right. So we're all kind of, I like to think of us as being basically built on emotions because we really, really truly are. As I sort of mentioned before, we're not robots. We are humans with emotions. Um, I often tell people that having emotions as silly as it sounds 
It's as much a part of being human as having a nose or an elbow or a brain, right? So if we can value and understand other people's emotions, no, I cannot control someone's emotions. Like there's no switch, right? Where you could just on the side of their head, bloop, make them happy. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? We can't do that. However, there is like, I can, I can 1000% influence how other people feel and I can influence their emotions by changing the way I show up and by changing how I act and what I say and how I say it. So you got, you guys know, right. We can either add fuel to the fire with our kids or we can like pour water on it. (laughs) A lot of the time we inadvertently add fuel to the fire without realizing we want our child to do something, to brush their teeth or to get in the car or to start their homework or to stop arguing with their brother. And we actually go about it the wrong way. We add fuel to the fire. We inflame the emotions. Everyone gets angry. They're angry. We're angry. (laughs) And it ends in a disaster. Probably another, another story for another episode, but I think when we start to be smart with our emotions, when we start to really become more conscious of what we feel moment to moment, noticing this in our kids moment to moment, the fluctuations, the changes, then we are in already an extraordinarily better position to then make good decisions based on all the information we have and some guesswork. Like we need to look beneath the iceberg um, And then we can think, what do I want to do now? How can I help the situation? How can I support my child? What do they need? And, and watch. So I often say to parents, learning emotional intelligence is like learning what to do and say, and what not to do and say, because we get into habits, we get into bad habits, right? Habits of controlling our kids or using, using conditional means to get them to obey and comply, Ah, yada, yada, yada. So I think a big, um, a big change from traditional parenting in terms of what emotionally intelligent parenting is, it's, it's moving away from those outdated, old, sometimes really damaging methods. We told kids to be seen and not heard, not to be um, silly, ridiculous, too loud, too much, too emotional. Maybe it was okay to have girl, girls have, to have emotions. Maybe it was definitely not okay for boys. Maybe boys could be angry but not sad. Oh, maybe girls could be sad and not angry. So again, another story for another episode. But oh, there's so, so much we can go into with emotionally intelligent parenting and, and how to do it. So I want to talk um, just briefly about why. Why should we do it? There is oodles of research now into emotional intelligence, just plain emotional intelligence, emotional intelligence in the workplace, emotional intelligence for children. Oh my goodness. Um, There's a lot of research out there. There's a lot of books. Um, Obviously I would be more than, I would be ecstatic if you guys uh, sought out my book, which is on Amazon. It's called From Chaos to Connection because there's a lot in there. It's not, it's not all the research and it's more stories and ideas and insights and things like that and tips and strategies. But, um, you know, it just goes to show there's a lot being written and a lot being researched now into emotional intelligence. So a few of the things are that when we um, raise emotionally intelligent kids, they become more self-confident. And I know this from my own 
life, my own journey, and also my my two kids, but also the families I work with, they're more self-confident and they're more resilient. Because imagine if a child can experience an emotion without shoving it down or distracting themselves with gaming or I don't know, substances or, or whatever it is, if they can sit in those emotions for long enough to learn, maybe learn from them and maybe let them pass and process them, that's resilience right there. They're not being pulled down and washed over like a, like a giant wave. Emotionally intelligent kids are also more kind and patient with others. This kind of speaks to the empathy of, I get that you are feeling this way, I'm feeling this way, and I know we're arguing or we see things differently or you hurt me or whatever it is. But having that empathy and that awareness for this person is feeling a certain way. Even if I disagree with it from the bottom of my heart, let me try and understand why and what I can do in this situation, what I can do to help or or fix things or, or move on. So I love that there's so much research into emotional intelligence now. Um, a huge part of being an emotionally intelligent parent is teaching our kids obviously all these skills, but um, knowing, teaching them how to problem solve when they do feel certain unpleasant emotions. So they're going to be disappointed. They're going to be angry. They're going to be really upset. They're going to experience grief. Obviously those unpleasant emotions are the ones that we need to learn. We need to teach our kids how to move through, like what to do with that, how to how to just experience those feelings and then move out of them, right? Move on and and continue, like be productive or get back into their friendships or work or schoolwork, whatever it is, right? Not just kind of stay in the pit. So helping our kids to problem solve is a big part of emotional intelligence. It's not that we want to just go, okay, I'm going to feel my emotions and, oh, I'm so upset today. I can't do anything. That's not productive. Um, we're definitely going to talk about boundaries <laughs> in, in this podcast. We'll talk about problem solving. Um, I really think there is so much that we can help our kids to learn from their emotions, learn what the emotions are telling them, these messages or these signals. Maybe it's, um, you know, that should have been a no, it doesn't feel right to me. Maybe it's a, you need to speak up and set a boundary or say, you can't treat me like that. So I need time. Maybe I need time and I need some comfort. Our emotions are telling us things, but a lot of us just don't hear them, right? So if I can give you a bit of a takeaway from this first episode, aside from the welcome, and I'm so, so glad you're here (laughs) and please stick with me because there's so much to go through. The takeaway would be, let's start learning just in little tiny moments to dial up our emotional intelligence as parents, because that is what's going to help us make the change with our kids. And by doing that, we can, or to do that, we can just start to not so much dismiss or shove down or minimize our emotions. Maybe we can just notice them and then sit with them for a little bit and go, Ooh, there it is. There's that frustration building or, Oh, I feel so disappointed. I worked, I was working so hard for that and it didn't, didn't take off whatever it is. Maybe we can just start to allow ourselves to feel those really uncomfortable emotions for a little bit. 
and just see where that takes us. They don't always need fixing. <laughs> I know sometimes we really, really want to, but they don't always need fixing, at least not straight away. So I want to say a huge thank you for coming along and letting me yabber away in your ears. I hope you have found it interesting. I hope you have loved something. I hope something, um, if you found a takeaway or a little tiny nugget from this first episode, please, please, please. I would love if you share this podcast with those people around you. I would love if you leave a rating. Um, I know that's, that's a new thing to me is <laughs> leaving ratings. Um, I'm new to the podcast world, as you can see. I mean, I love them, but here we go. Episode one. So please leave a rating um, and leave a review and a rating if you can. And man, send me your questions. I would love to like hit the ground running with why does my child do this? When, when can I step in? What can I do with that? And what do I do if my child won't do this? Ooh, let's get into those questions. All right. Thanks guys. Have a beautiful rest of your day and I'll see you on the next episode. Hey guys, just before you go, I wanted to let you know there are four self-paced short courses on my website and one of them is actually free at the moment. That's the one that's called An Introduction to Raising Emotionally Intelligent Kids. And the others are around, one is Supporting Anxious and Sensitive Kids. Another is Knowing How to Decode and Diffuse Challenging Behavior in Children. And the last one is for those of us who maybe identify as a yelly, shouty parent. If that kind of feels like you or you'd like to start to learn to overcome your triggers with emotional intelligence, please go and check them out. They're on my website. Uh, like I said, one is free. The others are just a few dollars and they're really, really power packed. Um, just head on to stephaniepinto.com. Super easy to remember. Jump in there. And if you like them, let me know. I would love to hear. All right. See you next time, guys. Bye.